0: I have a question. And what is your question? My question is, do you think you know everything? Um, no. I definitely don't know everything. No, you don't know everything?
1: Okay. So it's safe to say you still have some things to learn. Oh,
0: 100%. For sure, for sure, for sure.
1: Isn't that lucky? Because this is the learning from each other podcast. (gasps) What? Oh, yeah, it is. What a time to be alive. With your hosts. Theo, and of course,
0: Charlie. And today, I have something to teach you about. Ooh, what's that?
1: Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same (laughs) as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Here comes the twister. Here comes the twister. Um, I got a lot of manic energy today. Uh... I'm talking about something I freaking love, and I'm taking way too seriously. Just going to go on a side tangent here. Okay. Before I even start, I was thinking about this while I was having a chat with my friend. um, And she was talking about the things she's passionate about. And she told me she's passionate about two things.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Caramelized onions and dogs nice okay and i respect that i love that and i want to get her on the podcast so she can talk about those two things
0: and i I'm was really interested in the the caramelized onions
1: well i don't know you know how we have discussions and it's like could we stretch that to an hour i think definitively caramelized onions <laughs> is a no but i'm so <laughs> ready to be proven really into off. the <laughs> process of
0: caramelizing
1: onions it's like that fucking um forrest gump clip Boiled shrimp, grilled shrimp, <laughs> shrimp sandwich, pineapple shrimp, just with, with onions. I reckon you could do more rain, with onions.
0: Slow rain. God damn you some kind rain of genius. That seems to, <laughs> rain that seems to come up from the bottom. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, so I was like, fuck, am I only passionate about like a handful of things? Am I going to run out of things to talk about really quickly? Yeah. I don't know if I'm just a freakish human being. Perhaps you are also. I think you are also the same type of freakish. But I am so passionate about so many things. I'm confident that I could honestly keep this podcast going forever. Because by the time this podcast gets to a point where I've said everything that I'm passionate about today, I will have discovered a thousand new things to become passionate about. I just have have a lot of passion. I'm a passionate
0: guy. got a lot of passion to give.
1: Hell yeah, baby. So today... I feel like I may have discussed this with you briefly in the past. Oh, okay. But I'm doing a little bit of a musical. Uh uh uh, 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 sorry, my brain just shut down. I'm doing a little bit of a musical project solo at the moment, um, and I'm asking people to help. Mostly my dad, who is actually helping a huge amount, and nice. Morgan, my girlfriend's helped me out too. I'm probably going to ask your help for some stuff in the future. Please do. I haven't do many, done many bands yet, but I want to talk about it anyway. So, what is it? What is it? Well, basically, I love routine. I love categories. <laughs> I love things to be in the right order. And yes. I have created a four-part representation genius appeal and kingslaying category measurement system (coughs) to evaluate tracks from my favorite bands and establish one of them per band as one to rule them all. One song? Yeah. Okay. And it's fucking hard and I'm loving it so much. Now, (laughs) This is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some questions, but I'm just going to explain how it happens first. Okay, go for it. Representation. How well does the individu- individual track, if heard in complete isolation, represent the artist or band? How well does it exemplify the iconic nature of the band or artist itself? Two is genius. How unique is the track from the rest of the artists or bands catalogue whilst maintaining their identity? How far do they push the limit of what they've done in the past without compromising their image? Number three is appeal. How well does it attract new listeners to the rest of the artist or bands catalogue without compromising on other aspects? How well does it appeal to old and new fans alike? And number four, kingslaying. My favourite category. When put up against the artist or bands publicly accepted best track, how well does it stand up? How strong can it stand alone when it's not backed by the rest of the artist or band's catalogue? The best, meaning the most downloaded on Spotify and iTunes.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So forgive me, because you're going to have to wait for me to Google a couple of things, because I don't have these things in front of me. I have most of it in front of me. So Charlie, we'll start off by saying... The one thing we have said recently was I listen to an enormous amount of music. I have an eclectic and passionate fielding and enjoyment of music. But no one on this earth makes me feel like I don't know fucking anything about music (laughs) more than you. Because you have the most eclectic taste in music I have ever, (laughs) ever
0: encountered in my life. Thank you. I do, I do like a lot of stuff. I just tend to hone in on, I don't know. I'm, re- I'm really into pop punk, which is not the most popular of, of genres currently in the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Jesus really did. I can't believe I'm talking about Jesus already. It's only five minutes in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he did love pop punk.
0: He did. He was like that. Was that was this thing? It was walking on water. It was Eating feeding people fish. with bread, with bread and raw fish, <laughs> and just slamming out some blink one eighty two. Yeah,
1: man. That's what Jesus did. It was one of his miracles. He blinked yeah. one hundred eighty two times. Yeah. <laughs> it sound, it sound, no one it, thought it, you could go that high. It sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was really wet. Because when you blink that much that quickly, it's like lots of—I almost said goo—lots of fluid is created, and it gets very wet very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm oh, really, I'm really manic. I've been doing lots of editing today, and I've just been—I've just been covering the Alex Jones trial at the moment. I've just been listening to all the horrible things going on in the world, and I'm currently editing an audition for a book that's written by the biggest cunt on earth, and I was just like,
0: okay. <laughs> I am well I'm I'm a bit low energy today. I've had a I've had a day at work. It's very hot in it the is UK right so now. So hot. Um so you can you can just carry me through because <laughs> I need the support. Okay. Well look, so
1: yeah, if, if if you're not a fan of me and you're still here, firstly, I'm sorry. <laughs> can I do anything? Secondly, I actually don't care. And thirdly, um this is your chance to back out because Charlie's tired and this is a me episode, so fuck off! <laughs> so where do we begin? <laughs> Firstly, let's just start by, I want to see if we can crack out some of your favorite artists or bands. I know okay. that's a really, really hard question to ask, but I, I don't know this about you, and it would really warm us up to to like whether or not you can engage with the bands I've done so far. Because if you okay. can't... There's not much of a podcast here, so (laughs) fingers crossed.
0: So I have have, um, experience in doing something quite similar to this. Mm. For a couple years, I did a podcast with my lovely friend Carlisle, who is a musician and makes great music and is a lovely boy, um, where we ranked every busted song ever released oh you did tell me in a in a long list and we rather than the categories you picked we just had music lyrics and personal preference and we did like every album song by song and then I I bowed out of the podcast when uh that we they started you had you had
1: a creative disagreement about a busted song didn't you
0: no no I just i just yeah you you did
1: you don't need to pretend man (laughs) no you had a creative disagreement he liked it you hated it you know yeah and that was if if i knew any busted song names i would name one now and it would be a funnier joke but i don't so
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i am i am all for this this ranking of of music i think it's great i love it i love the way you you guys did that because that is something i've
1: also been considering <clears throat> mm. but like the main point of this is that i have to take myself out of it entirely i have to try yeah. and be as objective as possible none of these songs are my favorite song by the artist mm. and we will discuss oh, the, my favorite
0: songs by the artist the amount of times that we would be like a music score of like three a lyrical score of like two and a personal then personal preference, preference of like score 10, is about 10. <laughs> Yeah, just like this song like is shit but i love it so yeah, yeah yeah,
1: it's like um with a couple of the bands that i've done i've had to really wrestle with the fact that it's like am i actually giving this an eight here or is it just because i love this this song yeah and then i have to take a step back and it's like no
0: yeah you just like this song uh, this fucking slaps oh okay yeah. or not
1: so so you have to drop it yeah um but we'll get anyway i'll I completely, explain it continue Sorry. i
0: avoided the question completely um, but Busted would be one of my favorite bands of all time. A lot of that is cool. nostalgia, and I will fully admit that. Uh-huh. Um, but they were the soundtrack to my childhood. So what can you do about it?
1: Did you get busted?
0: <laughs> I never got busted. Never
1: no. got busted? Well, I feel like you're never kind of busted. a fake fan then, my dude. But
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. We're coming out <laughs> swinging today. <I> <laughs> yeah, it... we are. I have a lot of energy to give. We've already discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite artists is a is a guy called Lewis Watson, who I am a little bit in love with in every way. I will Google um, his face. He's just like he just seems like the nicest boy in the world, um, and his music is like it's kind it's like acousticy and like oh. a bit sad. He kind and of a looks of a lyrics. little bit
1: like that art, that film. the The guy who's like. Uh... Oh, there's an actor who he looks really, really similar to in the, the same kind of vibe. The guy who plays um, the Facebook guy.
0: Um, oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he
1: kind of gives Jesse Eisenberg vibes. Okay. But he's more attractive than Jesse Eisenberg. He is more attractive than Jesse Eisenberg. That he's is, had that a lot of different hairstyles. Wow.
0: He has had a lot of hairstyles. All
1: of them are like pop-punk to a T. He
0: is, he is not pop-punk at all. Oh, He really? is very acoustic guitar sort of sad boy song see that's
1: funny because like when he's younger he looks pop punk and i'm standing by that
0: yeah he does but He did have a but now, of now punk
1: i'm seeing like he's it. got like blonde long hair and it's like yeah i can see him playing guitar at the front of like a
0: yeah so yeah he's his music is just like it it started getting released when i was like 16 and it was just like the perfect like sad boy anthem to my sad boy teen years that i needed <laughs> yeah. and it was great um yeah. more more recently i'm really into the band mum jeans who are very much a pop punk band they do the thing where all of their songs are just like meme titles and i love it yeah you've like, told they me have, about mum jeans actually they have songs called like poor boxer shorts and girl scout cookies white trash millionaire just like random titles and i'm i'm really here for it i love it yeah the amount of times that i will just be on spotify and a song comes up like there was one I, I don't i can't remember the band but it was called something like i would throw my vape into a field full of corn for you or something and i was like <laughs> okay, i'm going to listen to this song <laughs> yeah. i'm listening to
1: this song 100% <laughs> to to be fair like that doesn't like particularly catch me by surprise because rappers are the kings of that Yes. I've just been listening to my favorite rapper of all time, MF Doom. I was just listening to his uh, album, The Mouse and the Mask, which is when he, he's under the name D- uh, Danger Doom. And the, the, one nice. of the tracks, track 12, is literally called Vats of Urine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, everyone. Look at our glistening golden vats of urine. That's how it's, that's starts. <laughs> What's how your favorite starts.
0: song of all time? I'd have to say probably Vats of probably Urine. <laughs>
1: vats of Urine followed by Bada Bing and So Fucking Wheat Tarded*. Uh,
0: those are the ones <laughs> oh that I'm probably going to have to go for. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say mum jeans are probably my current fave. Dope. Um, but also up there right now, Hot Mulligan, another sort of like pop punk emo band. Um, so when I said eclectic, then- what I actually meant
1: was like very very specific.
0: Well, but then I was going to say, but then I love Harry Styles as well. And I love Hobo Johnson, who's like, it's called, it's like Midwest emo, but he's kind of more of like a, like a rapper-ish. Okay. Like rapper Um
1: Yeah, I do, I do listen not, around. Not, not to make this into a competition or anything, but I refer to Eclectic as like, I, I, I listen to like African disco.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's not my. Well, I mean, I have a listen to it. It might be my vibe. It's fucking fantastic, dude. I can imagine it would be like some Mongolian throat singing every now and again. Yeah, seriously,
1: uh, Jangar, the greatest Mongolian throat singing album ever. Uh, (laughs) Although I have only listened to like two or three, but they're so fucking good that that I discovered them because they were in the, they played in the London Philharmonic Orchestra. um, Oh, very nice. Sick as hell, and and the main guy, he was just. One of the most pleasing-looking people I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, attractive. I mean, he was attractive. But, like, just pleasing. Like, you know when you see a picture of, like, an old happy man. Sat in his yes. garden with his hat on. Drinking a beer. And you're just like, wow, I feel content. Watching <laughs> him sing, I was like, wow, I feel like my life is in a good place right now. Yeah. Nice. Happy guy. That's, that's great. So, we got Mum's Jeans mm-hmm that's number one
0: uh, currently yeah i'd say i'd say number one Mhm. blink 182 are a, are a long time fave uh-huh um also really like girl in red a lot uh-huh girl in red's great i i, I will let uh, you know when i recognize any
1: of these bands but this is this is my blind spot
0: okay um I'm trying to think who else I'm, I'm listening to regularly right now oh modern baseball Modern baseball, incredible. Slaughter Dog Beach, incredible. You are
1: such a hipster. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> Honestly, though, they they're so good. Modern baseball I bet, is no, like I the bet epitome they are. of I'm like. Not, I'm
1: not judging you at all. I'm sure these are all great bands that I just have never listened to. But wow, you're a hipster, and this is <laughs> so. So demonstrated to me through your music. Yo, taste. I have a I have a nose ring and a beard. I, I have know, to like, listen to hip dude, I'm aware. I'm aware you're a hipster. It's part <laughs> of what I love about you. But I wasn't quite aware of just how much until we had this discussion. <laughs> and this is a a good moment for me realizing.
0: Um, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think. I don't I don't know. I, that's a say good say that selection. That covers, you, you've given me like yeah. six
1: or seven, that, and I, I can't expect yeah. you to give me any more than that. That's that's hard work to to just be asked off the cap. So I guess what I'm going to try and do mm-hmm. is tell you some of the bands that I listen to regularly. Okay. So I'm basic, but then I'm also not basic. So I listen to Mongolian throat singing at the gym. I listen nice. to meditative soundscapes constantly. Uh hip hop, rap, that's one of my number ones, but then also like all of the rocks of all like hard rock. <laughs> what you meant? Like
0: Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I was like, yeah. when did he do Dwayne music? the Rock <laughs>
1: Johnson? His whole family. Yeah. uh What he did do a track, didn't he? He did do a track. Yeah. It's about he drive. Did. It's about power. We stay hungry. Yeah. The <laughs> <you about laughs> that was that it, <laughs> I was to remember. Um, yeah. Genuinely, not a bad track i don't know what they say but like it is actually a banger not gonna lie everything that guy does i just fucking love he's amazing and he has a shiny head
0: um he does have a shiny head so, so
1: like uh, i have, i have i have a number of um musical shepherds in my life uh one of them okay. is my my grand my mum's mum. uh when i was nice. young she used to drive me around and she used to play uh like hard old school rock she used to play rolling stones motorhead um and then i've got my uncle who taught me about rush he taught me about iron maiden and then my dad he taught me gorillas um all sorts of stuff
0: sorry i'll stop you when i've heard of one of these bands as well
1: don't (laughs) no
0: i'm joking oh my god don't do that your face i was so so
1: so nervous because it's like i don't want to just talk at you (laughs) <laughs> um but then i discovered loads of stuff like uh so, so i am just in love with folk and country and um oh, okay nice so like oh man i'm so freaking bad with names um but uh, gordon lightfoot's probably my favorite country singer uh um, okay. i'm just gonna go through my recent ads yeah ozzy osbourne sammy davis jr mark Lindsay, iron and wine the sheepdogs uh Various artists. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck Ooh. up. Uh, Love Tom
0: Waits, uh Boney M. James. Okay. Oh yeah, James is a shame because I only know, ashamed, R- R- I only know Boney M.'s Link. Christmas song, but it's a banger. Boney M. boy, dude. child, Jesus Christ, Christ was, was born, born on Christmas, on Christmas Day. That is going to be a nightmare to sync up in the edit. So I'm really glad we did that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, bro
0: uh sorry <laughs> yeah that's gonna have to suck yeah
1: they did Rasputin, tin man they lived to oh okay in i didn't know Mama they did raspy tin. and uh my baker anyway so like like you get like ju- i'm just putting my rep out there for people so i can start talking okay. about things and they can know what i'm talking about i've listened to so much music i listen to music all the time if i'm not listening to an audiobook i'm listening to music and if i'm not listening to anything i'm asleep Genuinely, okay. that's my life. <laughs> nice, yeah. Uh, so we will start, I guess, with where I started. I don't think this is going to be an extended discussion because I get the feeling that you're not into this kind of stuff. Okay. But, and I'm sorry if this offends people, but my favorite heavy metal band,
0: Metallica. You listen no. to
1: much Metallica, Charlie?
0: Um, I know Enter Sandman. Okay. That's That's about it. Yeah. So as far as my knowledge goes. Well look, I'm not like I that's think totally okay. prop if I listened to it, I'd probably enjoy it, but I've never like seeked it out. Okay. It was not it was not played to me as a child. Totally. I got Frank Sinatra. Oh Frank Sinatra. That was that was my mum's well, still is my mum's fave, so I I had a lot of Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra
1: up. is so much better than Metallica, and I love Metallica, <laughs> so don't stress. <laughs> um Well, look, let me turn some of the Metallica fans against me immediately. Enter Sandman sucks dick, and it's shit. And if you think Enter Sandman is the best Metallica track, you don't know Metallica, and you should listen to more Metallica, my dude, because you're missing out. There's so much better than Enter Sandman. (laughs) Metallica is at their best when they are, like... They're in a groove that makes you feel like you could tear the door off a car, throw the person onto the floor, and stare at them so hard that they just exploded into red mist. (laughs) Metallica is at their best when they're fucking hammering so hard it makes you feel like you could throw yourself out a window on a 10th story building and make a dent in the ground when you land and just climb out and scream and run away. Totally in (laughs) Metallica is at their best when you're listening to it and you get an erection so hard, you could literally solve world hunger. It's like, that's Metallica. <laughs> <Okay>. Metallica is <laughs> thick, juicy riffs, and Enter Sandman is, is fine, it's fine. It's a very mediocre okay. track for Metallica, because Metallica okay. is incredible, and Enter Sandman doesn't do them justice. Enter Sandman starts too slow, the solos aren't good enough, and I hate that it's their number one most downloaded track because they have so much more to give. Uh, Killing Time makes me feel like I'm literally on drugs and I've never taken drugs (laughs) in my entire life. Uh, Merciful Fate is a fucking banger. Stone Cold Crazy. Um, I could go on, but I am really, really bad at remembering titles. Obviously, the classics. um, Better Than You... uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls. For Whom the Bell Tolls was the first track I ever listened to from Metallica. I discovered Metallica with my dad because my, my dad and my mum aren't together. My dad is uh, with a wonderful woman who I love a thousand bajillion amounts called Julia. Uh, she lives uh, like in a village near Nottingham called Kaythorpe. And um, we would drive from London to see her up in Nottingham hmm. like every week and it would take three and a half hours so we would just play music that entire time and so we discovered loads of music together one of those things was metallica for whom the bell tolls i discovered on guitar hero and played it for the first time on one of those drives (laughs) it blew my mind because we were listening to it and it was crazy hard and It was blowing my mind because I'd never heard anything like that before in my life other than Motorhead, which is a lot faster and a lot more different. Mm. And he starts singing like four minutes in! (laughs) The song's like seven minutes long and he starts singing at four and a half minutes and me and my dad just cackle with laughter because (laughs) there was like an insane guitar solo and crazy chunky riffs. There's like an insane guitar solo and loads of chunky riffs and then he starts singing then. Anyway, so yeah, I love Metallica. So the biggest thing was, and I'm trying to get past Metallica quickly so we can have a conversation about something. <laughs> this was where I encountered like my favorite versus what should actually count for it. I was trying to make Merciful okay. Fate fit in. And I just couldn't. Merciful Fate's too long. It's a little bit too odd. And I don't think mm-hmm. it is their number one. It, I can't, with, with, with my right conscious actually say conscience actually say like this is it so so i went for am i evil which is just basically for for someone who doesn't know it starts heavy it gets really rapid the fucking crunchy melody just keeps going keeps going keeps going the the solo is 10 out of 10 insane solo and it's not too long so i gave it an 8 on representation because it's a very metallica track I only mm-hmm. gave it a 6 on Genius because, to be honest, it's pretty stereotypical Metallica. But then I gave it a 10 on Appeal because it's sexy fucking shit. And I gave it a <laughs> 10 on Kingslaying because they're... Ki- so, yeah. They're, they're. I mean, this is absurd, but on iTunes, their number one is Enter Sandman. Their number two is Master of Puppets. Again, not one of the strongest Metallica tracks. And their number three is Enter Sandman on a different album remastered. <laughs> Like, people! <laughs> explore! <laughs> and so I gave it a 10 on Kings Lane because Am I Evil fucking destroys those tracks on every front. Let's move on. Okay. Tell me, do you okay. know Stevie Wonder?
0: Uh, I know the classics. Superstition is an absolute banger, and it's one of my favorite banger. songs. Right. Um, and... Did he do Isn't She Lovely as well? Yes, he did. Okay. So, like, I know the big ones, but again, I've, I've not listened to the back catalogue of, of totally Stevie Wonder. Totally okay.
1: Wanda. I'm so happy you at least know some of his songs, because I am beginning to Isn't
0: out. she lovely? She
1: is lovely. Oh, and it's an incredible song. That is an song. absolute
0: tune. That is such a good song. Stevie.
1: Oh, where do I even start? I love Stevie Wonder so freaking much. He's just incredible. He is a lyrical genius and the funky
0: shit that man oh, cranks the out. funk that man... Dude. Oh,
1: you can't help but, like, dance to it. Like, if I was superstitious, I would say this man is definitely gifted by some kind of forces beyond this realm. Because, I mean, he's he, he's very Christian, so I'm not going to put any pagan oh, stuff okay. on him. But, like, he's definitely you know read between the yeah. lines people so stevie I am, was tough. i have
0: a quick story about superstition hit before me. you go into it if that's all right so when i when i used to work at a cinema uh-huh. um they would go around every couple months and be like what songs do you want to add to the playlist at work Ooh. and i'd work there for a couple of months and if we were closing um sometimes we'd be there until like half 12 and you're tired and you're worn out and you just want to go home <laughs> and i was trying to think like what song is the song that I would want to come on at like quarter past 12 when I'm exhausted to get me through till the end of my shift. And I was instantly like superstition and I put it on. And every time that song came on, Oh, lifted my spirits right up. Such a joyful tune. Yeah. It's
1: fucking fantastic. Uh, when
0: you believe there's a, there's a remix on YouTube
1: of superstition and run DMC of my Adidas. And it's so sick. It's fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, back when I used to work in bars, I actually had a really good friend his, whose name was Charlie, who I don't speak to anymore. I, I wish we did. He was a cool guy because I superseded him as Charlie. In yeah, your life. <laughs> I can only have one, one, one name one per person with one name. I'm I'm a very simple creature, but but we used to jam out <laughs> to Metallica, so so we used to put on like nice. Four Horsemen. And uh, it it did get a little bit crazy a couple of times because we'd just be headbanging, not cleaning up. But like, I didn't even have long hair back then, so what the fuck was I doing? Um, So yeah, like superstition. I I I I'll check now, but I'm almost certain superstition is is uh, Stevie Wonder's number one, and and you know Mm -hmm. that why that is because it's a fucking fantastic song. Like it's it's incredible. No one can complain when that song comes on. It's an all-time classic. It's just a legendary tune. Yeah. Okay, sadly, on iTunes, actually, Stop Trying to Be God, which is something he did with uh, Travis Scott is actually his number one, which is super sad because Superstition is number two. And Sir Juke is number three, which, I mean, is just a fucking banger again. You would know Sir Juke. Okay. Uh it's the <laughs> I, that was totally the wrong key. <laughs> it sounds great. Uh it's a fucking fantastic song. So so yeah, so we come onto my first big hurdle because with Metallica, it was like, well, sa- Enter Sandman sucks dick. Uh but I'm I'm going against superstition here because I just decided that Travis Scott song didn't exist. Um, okay. what do I do? Otherwise, every song would would get a ten on Kinslang. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like, "Shit, what do I do?" So I just listened nonstop. I had a million changes of what I thought I was gonna do, and I mm-hmm. ended up going with "I Wish" from Songs in the Key of Life. If you haven't heard this track, Charlie, you should listen to this track. Okay. If we examine Superstition as a track that you know, I will give you the reasons why I Wish, I Believe, supersedes it. Okay. So, I gave I Wish a 10 on representation. I Believe, I Wish is the most Stevie Wonder song Stevie Wonder's ever made. That is because it kicks in with such a ridiculous funk that no one could (laughs) ever, ever reach without having stevie's fingers oh it just hits you immediately like that stevie this could not be anyone but stevie wonder um immediately just the same as superstition but it's actually more funky by a multitude of two or three seriously the okay. song shams <laughs> like a motherfucker <laughs> i gave it a seven on genius just similar to okay. am i evil it's I've actually found, like, the more it represents the band normally, well, it depends on the band, actually. I, I guess what I mean is the more it's appealing, actually, the less genius it tends to be. Um, so so this song, it's not the most genius thing he's ever done. It's very classic Stevie Wonder. That's why it's a 10 on the rep. But it's just mm. so appealing, so I gave it a 10 on appeal too. actually gave it a 9 on appeal, sorry. Uh, and then I gave it an 8 on Kingslaying, which is kind of my benchmark for, like, very similar to the number one, yeah. but I believe it is better. Because essentially, okay. this entire project is completely fucking wasted if I just pick the number one, pick the number one, pick the number one. Yeah, I have to justify why the song I'm picking is going in over the number one. And if I can't reasonably find something that replaces the number one, then I have to put the number one and that can be my talking point, right? Mm-hmm. I have not come across a band where I've had to do that yet, although I am currently doing Led Zeppelin and it's pretty fucking hard because <laughs> Stairway to Heaven's pretty hard to beat. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna remind you, and please, and everyone who's listening, go away and listen to all of these tracks. Even if you hate them, just just do it. So that's Am Broad I Evil musical Horizon from Garage Inc., Metallica, and Stevie Wonder I Wish songs in the key of life. I wish I wish you would listen to I Wish because it's just gonna make you fucking Have a hard-on for life. Seriously, it makes me so happy. (laughs) I'm going to skip... I'm not going to skip this one because I want to talk about it, but you're not going to know this band. It's my most niche rock band. Blue Oyster Cult.
0: I have no idea. You
1: actually know a song they've done. Okay. Hit me with it. Don't Fear the
0: Reaper. Don't Fear the Reaper. It's just a cheerly... (laughs) You <laughs> can use a jalapeno if you wanted to. Oh, no. The recipe is open to interpretation. Oh, uh, the podcast is <laughs> o- no, it's over.
1: Um, <laughs> You know the track that's like... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the one that yeah, was on yeah. SNL for like more cowbell with Will Ferrell. It's... it's.
0: Blue Oyster Cops. That was a very good... Rendition, I got that immediately. Thanks, but well, it, that's job. nothing to do with me,
1: that's entirely to do with the genius of Blue Oyster Cult because it's the most recognizable riff in rock, uh, other than maybe a few others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so immediately recognizable. I love this band, I really love this band. I don't know why they're kind of weird. Um, <laughs> they, ha- they have a track called Joanne Crawford, and the, the court so it's like all piano at the start, and it's got all these crazy film sound effects of cars crashing all the time. And this, the, the chorus is, Joanne Crawford has risen from the grave. And it's all about her becoming a zombie and tracking down her daughter, who she abused in real life and fucking re oh her. It's an insane song. And at the end, Jesus. he's going like,
0: Christina,
1: mother's home. Oh Christina. God. It's crazy. So these guys are lunatics. Absolutely lunatics. Um most people know this band as a one-shot wonder because of course they do don't fear the reaper is an insanely popular song and their Mm. second song is like stairway to the stars which is i mean firstly just not as good as don't fear the reaper and secondly (laughs) just like you know never got picked up in the same way these guys do incredible shit uh then Came the Last Days of May is one of my favorite tracks of all time. It's so scro- s- grooving. It's so smooth. It's really tragic, the story they tell in it. But mm. I went with a track called Vengeance from the album Fires of Unknown Origin. Fire of no- Unknown Origin. Now, Vengeance, uh I-, I call this track a cuck song. Now, what, <laughs> okay. why do you call this a cuck song, Theo? Well, it's got nothing to do with the actual <laughs> definition of what cuck means. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I call it a cuck song because when you listen Basically,
0: to... Basically, I fucked someone's wife to this song. So- <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did you guess? Yeah. You read my <laughs> notes, you
1: cheeky little bitch? No. Basically, what it is, is when you listen to this song and you like rock, when you've come from bands like, I don't know, Metallica, stuff like that, and you listen to this song, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, this band is sick. Let's listen to some more tracks. Oh. I hate this band (laughs) so it's a bit of an odd one but but the reason I have put it at number one because it is the most appealing track they have ever made and I think it's more appealing than don't fear the Reaper and look if you disagree with me the entire reason I did this is so I can actually stimulate conversation so I would love you Mm -hmm. to disagree with me because I want to talk with someone about blue oyster cult no one knows who they are (laughs) vengeance starts with this really delicate, like woodwind. And then it just fucking hammers in with a like metal, hard as nails riff. And it is just so sexy, man. And uh, now I have this definition with, with sexy riffs with my friend Aaron, who I've known since primary school. Mm-hmm. Sexy riffs aren't, aren't riffs you want to have sex to, sexy riffs are exactly this definition. You just want to smack a bare ass, the moment you hear. It. You <laughs> just want to smack a bare ass as hard as you can when you hear that riff. A consenting ass, but a consensually.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Of yeah.
1: course, consensually. But like, yeah. if your significant other is available, smack that ass. That's a sexy <laughs> riff. And vengeance is the smack sexy- your own ass. Yeah, absolutely. Double yeah. smack that ass. It deserves more attention. <laughs> hey, whoever's listening. Smack your ass right now, stand up. (laughs) It deserves it, man.
0: Um, What, me? Yeah, do it. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hope that was on (laughs) mic. So do I. Oh, it was juicy. So, yeah. Vengeance is just sexy, baby. Oh, my God. So, I gave it a seven on representation because it doesn't represent the band very well. It's very, very, (laughs) very different. I gave it's it a, a cock song. It's a cock song. I gave it an 8 on Genius because it's very different and I happen to yeah. love it. I gave it a 10 on Appeal. And that's the main reason this is in this position. Because I think mm-hmm. if you're going to play any song to make people listen to more Blue Oyster Cult, it's this song. Bar none. Um, and I gave it an 8 on Kingslaying because, again, similar to I Wish, we're going up against Don't Fear the Reaper, one of the most well-known rock songs of all time. I can't give it a 10 because it doesn't annihilate it, but it really stands up on its own. So I gave it an 8.
0: Can I, can I tell you one of my favorite cuck songs? Hit me. It just popped into my head. I would love to know. Actually, I, I need to look up the band because because it's a cuck song. I listened to their other stuff like once and then was like, this is shit. <laughs> What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Well, like, um,
1: most people would know these as, as, as One Shot Wonders. But the reason One Shot Wonders and cuck songs are different is because One Shot Wonders is where it is just one song but cock songs yeah. are like they can be a one shot wonder or a not one shot wonder band but a cock song is like a, a song like a, don't sit down because I stole your chair arctic monkeys was my cock song for the arctic monkeys because I love that track and then I listened to the rest yeah. of the arctic monkeys and I didn't like it at all I'm sorry
0: fair enough so um the, the band is war is over and the song is called angelica's room and it's a war beautiful oh really Yeah. okay I
1: don't know why I'm gonna have to look it up while I listen
0: and it's, it's just, like, a beautiful, like, sad song about, like, I, I don't know. I think it's about, like, either a breakup or, like, someone passing away. Mm. And I just think it just hits me in, like, a real, like, emotional way. And then I listen to that other music and it's a lot heavier. And I like heavier music. Mm. But when I've listened to that, like, sweet, sad, beautiful song. Yeah. And then you go in and it's just, like... I'm like, okay, this is not the vibe yeah, I thought yeah, this yeah. band was going for.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. That's like uh, one of the greatest bands of all time, Black Sabbath. Um, Black Sabbath, oh, I, I really want to see if I can remember this song's name off the top of my head. I think it might be called Fluff. I um, haven't heard it in a while, but it's a gorgeous song. It's mm. beautiful. And the rest of Black Sabbath, it's a cock song because the rest of Black Sabbath's yeah. fucking inventory <laughs> is like, you know, Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. It's Ozzy Osbourne losing his fucking mind on the crazy train, baby. All aboard. Yeah. So yeah, Fluff doesn't... I mean, I don't think Ozzy actually sings. Or maybe he does. I think Ozzy might actually serenade. E- either way, it's such a—it's such a encapsulation of what you're discussing. Like, yeah. Too, yeah. Too There's much. another
0: one as well by a band called Tiny tiny little houses or something like that uh-huh. and the song is called i hate that you're happy and it's like probably the saddest song i've ever heard <laughs> it's just like going through a breakup and the person you've broken up with is with someone else and just being like i hate that you're with them i yeah. hate that you're happy i hate that you smile i hate that you miss them more than you miss me yeah and it's it like it's so good and then again their other stuff is so much heavier and i was like where's this come from i wanted the emotion i wanted the sadness yeah, i want the, this to like, maintain yeah.
1: yeah i get that that yeah but i'm kind of happy that they don't have to maintain that for them their own yeah mental health. that is true it's like for their, their own mental own health action yeah. bronson has like uh uh bam bam My, uh, i could talk about bam bam for ages uh he has the classic track terry where he's talking about like I hate that you're happy, but then... I hope you're happy, but then I hate that I... I Mm. I hate that I hope you're happy. Yeah. Um, But then the rest of his tracks are just like... I'm getting my dick sucked in a limo, smoking fucking (laughs) weed. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, totally different. People are complex. People are (laughs) complex. Yeah. Um, I am made of multitudes. Mm. Gorillas.
0: Okay, I know the gorillas. Well...
1: Gods alive. This was hard, and this was only just less hard than the last one, which okay. we will come on to, because I've only done five so far, because this shit takes a long time. Wow. I I mean, this isn't going to surprise you guys if you've listened this far. I love the gorillas. Uh, I no lo- way! I, lo- <laughs> I love a lot of things. The gorillas mean so much to me. My mum got me a tape player when I was younger, nice. and the tape player had a CD player on top of it and one of the first cds i ever got was demon days um which i is is up there for one of i I think potentially the the gorilla's best album arguable plastic beach is up there too um but i used to basically sit with my legs hanging out my window looking (laughs) down into the neighbor's garden with the safety bar between my legs listening to demon days over and over and over again and and weirdly enough like i said my favorite rapper of all time mf doom he uh unfortunately um died uh about two years ago we found out about a year and a half mm. ago um it's such a tragedy because he's one of just the most genius um incredible creators of 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 hip-hop history most people refer mm. to mf doon as, as your rapper's favorite rapper oh, okay he was just so smart so incredibly mm. smart uh <clears throat> and uh demon days introduced me to him november has come was the first time i ever heard him rap and and i actually loved that track and then i only realized oh shit yeah he has his own stuff years after but that yeah. track got me into him a few years in between, but, like, I owe Demon Days my love for him as well. So so that whole album hmm. means a lot to me. But then Plastic Beach is amazing. And then Ascension is amazing. And then f- s- Sound Machine is pretty okay. Uh, <laughs> and then their original fucking... Um, I'm sorry if I'm getting the album names wrong, guys. I'm really bad with names. But, uh, yeah, the, the classic Gorillaz album... Oh, man, it's so good. Clint Eastwood, Double Bass, Rock the House. Rock the House is one of the most memeable songs ever. I don't know if anyone in the audience is a fan of changing the lyrics of songs to annoy people. Listen to Rock the House. Because <coughs> it's like, grab your pants and shake your ass. Is everyone ready to rock the house? That's like the main chorus. And I just go like, grab your dick and, and do the flip. You can just do it <laughs> so many annoying things to make everyone in your life hate you. If you're into that shit, listen to that song. So basically, yeah. Holy shit Gorillas was really hard. Mm. Tell me about what you know about gorillas and I will take you through my process.
0: So Clint Eastwood is incredible. Great song. Um Feel Good Inc., also incredible. Yeah. Great song. Used to play that on Guitar Hero all the time. Oh da, da. Um, but my favorite one I have really good memories with is on Melancholy Hill, which yeah, somehow such a great which album. somehow became mine and my friends like going out song. Like anytime we were going out, it happened by accident. Like we would get in the taxi and it would just come to on be the fair, radio. It's
1: got a great bass line. Um, yeah, like, and it's, it happens like, it's, it's a, a happened... sad song, but it's a it's a jamming sad yeah. song. Yeah, I get it.
0: It like it happened twice, like randomly. Just like we got in the taxi, we're getting like it's like a half an hour drive in the taxi from like where where we lived yeah. to like where we were going, um, and it just came on like two two nights out in a row. And then we were like, "This has to be our going out." <laughs> then insane. every time. Every time at pre-drinks, we would just end up playing on Melancholy Hill, and it's such a good song. It's a great song. It's so good. It's so great. that mixed with the emotion makes it my favorite song. Which yeah. is not what your ranking system is based on.
1: No, but but I totally get it because I had hmm. I had so much emotional baggage with this band. It was it was almost impossible for me to narrow it down. And this is when I brought my dad in because yeah. my dad is a Gorillaz aficionado uh beyond anyone else i know in my life he just loves those guys he's listened to the albums i haven't listened to like the one he made during covid on an ipad which he said was bad um <coughs> so i won't listen to it but <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, or uh, j- just just in terms of melancholy hill do you know super fast jellyfish that's my favorite track on that album i don't uh, know again it's like, like um it's like I, d- I know the big hit. you've got time for a hot delicious breakfast is in only seven microwave minutes um, it's about the sea drying up and like people eating plastic. Yeah. Nice. It's just, it's so, such that. a great album. And I just, they're so good. <laughs> so what do you do, man? What do you do? Well, basically you've got to decide if everything they do is fucking genius. Let's narrow down what album is their most iconic, which album uh-huh. would put in this position. And I was like, demon days. Maybe I'm twisted because of my childhood. I'm open to discussion, but I then started examining Demon Days and I moved everything out. <clears throat> I was gonna do Feel Good Inc. But
0: What's their top song? What we what was the King slaying song? What
1: an incredible question. I think uh hold on, let me check.
0: I would guess Clint Eastwood. I would also But I would I, think I would Feel, Feel guess Good guess Inc would Good also Inc. be up there. Mm.
1: Yeah. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Feel good Ink's number one, Clint Eastwood's number okay. two, Dare is number three. Nice. Now, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do Feel Good Ink. Then I saw it was number one, and I was like, ooh, I've broken my rule. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to look back and I was like, can I justify any of these beating them? And I was examining what what makes gorillas gorillas. And and something mm. about gorillas that a lot of people overlook now, their new albums are coming out because all their new albums are so like polished and fresh because gorillas just is ever-changing is their weirdness gorillas is fucking weird and you can't overlook that when you're representing them if you're taking one track that if you're going to show to someone who's never heard a gorillas track in their entire life and be like this is gorillas it has to be weird right so i took dirty harry
0: oh okay dirty harry is the track that i picked So, I definitely know Dirty Harry, but can you remind me how it goes? Well, so, Dirty
1: Harry comes right after Feel Good Inc. Um, It's... It's... Sorry, I'm just trying... um, There was a pop-up. Ah, fuck, it's so hard to sing. Um to leave uh, da, to keep myself yeah uh, yes okay yeah uh, i've got it with I've the got whole it. choir of kids so it's yeah. super weird um it's just it's it's very iconic gorillas so bang mm-hmm. 10 on representation this is a classic gorillas track 10 on genius because this track is insane yeah. seven on appeal because i actually i am so excited to see if i can find a track that's 10 on genius and 10 on appeal i actually think they're <laughs> inversely related because i think the genius is most likely to put off new listeners and then i gave it an 8 on Kingslane because again feel good ink is such a banger so yeah that was really hard dirty harry demon days guys listen to that the last one that i've done before led zeppelin which i'm currently doing queen Queen was always one of my favorite bands. After this process, Queen has become my favorite band of all time. And this is someone who has said that Led Zeppelin is their favorite band probably for the last 15 years. So sorry, Led Zeppelin, and all of the Led Zeppelin memorabilia I have in my flat. But Queen has more than you. And that's just how they take it. And I wish... Bonzo hadn't died tragically because, wow, the things Led Zeppelin would have created if he hadn't have been ripped from this earth so early. Queen. What the fuck am I going to do? Bohemian Rhapsody, what am I going to do? That's the first thing I think. How the hell am I going to justify any song over Bohemian Rhapsody? Queen is four things insane Brian May guitar solos because, and I would love to discuss this with anyone. I don't want to fight anyone about this. I want to discuss (laughs) because I love music. Discuss it with me. Brian May is the best guitarist of all time. Wow. That is a big call. And this was a traumatic, traumatic thing for me because I love Jimi Hendrix.
0: Mm.
1: I love, I mean, just you name it. Every fucking guitarist I've listened to. I play guitar. I've been played it for 12 years. I love everything guitar. And and Jimmy Page, he is my favorite guitarist. But listening to all of the Queen songs, I was like,
0: shit, <laughs> Brian
1: May is just better. <laughs> and I cried. I actually <laughs> cried. The, the clarity he produces. So yeah, crazy sick guitar riffs. Sexy cheekiness from freddy yes if freddy isn't being sexy and cheeky it's not a good queen song (laughs) it's probably a good queen song but it's not a classic (laughs) harmony this band does harmony like nobody's business baby (laughs) and what's the last one charlie say it for me fun if the queen song ain't fun then it ain't a queen song (laughs) even the sad queen songs are a little bit fun even stuff like "I want to break free" is sad. It is is fun. Even mm. the shit like "Who wants to live forever?" Maybe not. "Who wants to live forever?" Actually, that's not very oh, fun. I just remembered "Under Pressure."
0: Oh, "Under Pressure." Another yeah. one bites the
1: dust. Oh, dude so, so 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 so, so I, I had a revolutionary experience doing queen because i was like fuck this i'm listening to every album in order every track <laughs> nice. and i've discovered a new favorite queen song of all time uh um uh, millionaire waltz it's exactly the same vibe as sunday afternoon it's so nice. weird it has an incredible incredible It just comes out of nowhere it's like whoa where is this coming from um stuff like breakthrough headlong wow something father to son one of my favorite songs of all time makes me think about my dad i cry every time what a beautiful song liar um they are just the most prolific band ever oh my god they're incredible so what the fuck am i gonna do what am i gonna do <laughs> So I I get my dad in on it. Nice. What are we going to do? How do we beat Bohemian Rhapsody? All of their stuff is so good, but it's all so different. It needs to be long. It needs to be... uh, No, it doesn't need to be long because we can't go long versus long because if we're going long, Bohemian Rhapsody comes out on top every time. And I was like, (laughs) fucking... Oh, Jesus. Uh, I actually think I have the list here. Yeah, Yeah, here
0: we go. Okay
1: flick of the wrist was what we were going to go for for the longest time and mm-hmm. dad kept saying good old-fashioned lover boy we have to consider good old-fashioned lover boy but good old-fashioned lover boy fades out we can't put a fade out song <laughs> in the number one position <laughs> and then we we're gonna do killer queen and i was like what happened to flick oh, of the wrist and it's like well flick the of the wrist queen. is gone now so everyone listened to flick of the wrist by the way flick of the wrist so sick um so so what do we do do we I give th- up No. No. (laughs) We hit you with the most Queen song
0: ever. Okay.
1: There's only one Queen song that's been used for adverts more than this Queen song. And that's probably the one which is like the, the, it's a can of magic." magic, that one. Yeah. But this one, don't stop me now.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Tell me, does it have an amazing guitar solo?
0: yes
1: yes one of the best of all time is freddy being a sexy cheeky bitch the whole time oh he's being yes, so sexy and he's cheeky. he's being so sexy uh, <laughs> like oh my god i love that man he means so much to me and he has helped me in my process of realizing my sexuality so much i cannot even begin to say is it fun it's so yeah, fun! It's the funnest song on earth! And do they do harmony? Of course they do harmony. Fucking don't stop me now. The fucking tagline is harmonic. They sing it in harmonic every time. So I gave it a 10 on representation because this is the most Queen song Queen's ever fucking done. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Even a chronic illness that will take my life is not going to stop me from bringing enjoyment to the people who listen to this band. I gave it a 6 on Genius. I'm sorry, guys. It's pretty straightforward. (laughs) But then I gave it a 10 on Appeal. Hell yeah. Who the the fuck in their right mind is going to listen to Don't Stop Me Now and not cry with happiness? (laughs) I mean, maybe not cry with happiness, but at least enjoy themselves. Not have a good time. Shaun of the Dead. Think about when they're beating up the zombie governor to "Don't Stop Me Now." <laughs> that is one of the funniest scenes of all time. Just that 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 song elevates anything it's in. And then I gave it an eight on King Slain because Jesus, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. What do I do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> That's what I'm currently doing in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I love that. And you can see I get so passionate about it. I wish <laughs> I could talk to the uh, like we This is probably going to be the longest podcast episode we've ever done i think so yeah um so sorry about that guys but i'm gonna keep on going i'm currently doing led zeppelin what the fuck compares to stairway to heaven currently i'm thinking maybe ramble on but like what else Caruso Alhambra, it can't compare song remains the same i love but it it's not it's not stairway to heaven so maybe ramble on and and then i want to be i want to do like I want to do the nerdy Led Zeppelin shit, but but that's my preference. That I can't put fucking <laughs> Misty Mountain Hop on number one. No one knows that fucking song. Uh, my favorite track of all time, Led Zeppelin, is is on Coda, which is on the the album they released, and no one even noticed. So so like my personal preference can't come into this at all. Okay, and that's that's been a hard wrestle. So I think it's gonna have to be Ramble On if it's gonna be anything at all. Oh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. So yeah. <laughs> Th- thank you, basically, for allowing me to rant about what I love right now. Don't. I've, I've had a great time. Um, Good. Because the world is so stressful at the moment, and so many horrible things are happening, and work is tight, and the price of things is going up, and mm. rent is hard to pay. But then, like, you know, everyone has the ability to find things to lift themselves up. Escapism is something that it's necessary yeah escapism isn't unhealthy it is unhealthy in excess but everything is unhealthy in excess um it's something we need youtube films dancing hopefully not drugs uh (laughs) writing creative outputs all of these things are beautiful Mm. and if you're struggling to find one guys if you're struggling to find a bit of escapism at the moment there's nothing easier putting your headphones in and listening to every song that queen have ever made (laughs) because you're gonna come out a different person at the end of it and when you're done with queen try gorillas and if you like gorillas listen to all of their fucking albums too and tell me which ones you like i will absolutely talk with anyone on earth about anything if they want to talk about it because they love it seriously if you love it and you're coming at me with love i will talk with you for as long as you want hell yeah would somebody please talk to me about blue oyster cult (laughs) i'll pay you money somebody please think of the children (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious man i just want someone to come along in my life and be like bro yeah i've listened to that that song and i love that song Last Days of May, please someone tell me you've listened to that song. That's how let's I feel. Let's talk about Stevie Wonder, and also, while you're at it, let's talk about Ray Charles, because I can't talk about Stevie oh. Wonder I'm talking about Ray Charles. 100%. We- I will be coming on to Ray Charles. Nice. And Metallica's a classic. L- let me just list some of the bands that I'm definitely going to be doing, and then okay. we'll wrap up. Ray Charles.
0: Nice.
1: Can't wait. Rolling Stones. Oh my fucking nice. God. What am I going to do with the it's Rolling Stones? It's painted black.
0: That's the answer.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Thin Lizzy. Who the fuck is Thin Lizzy? Only one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Who is Thin Lizzy? Boys are back in in town, town, baby. Boys are back in town. Uh, Guess who's just got back today? Them badass boys that have been away. Thin Lizzy, I love you. Rest in peace. My uncle delivers furniture to your widow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Somerset, everyone. Uh... (laughs) Uh, Frank Sinatra we nice. will be coming for you uh,
0: 100% Elton John Whoa, oh I my god you. yes <laughs> Elton John
1: oh. MF Doom Action Bronson Um, so many people that I love and have changed my life for the better Flight of the Concords nice Jonathan Colton if anyone knows any of these people, just reach out. You're, my Instagram is in is in the description. Private message me. I will literally message back every time. If you want to talk about one of these bands, <laughs> especially Blue Oyster Cult, I'll actually Venmo you some money. Yeah, I don't have much money
0: so I'm serious, yeah? I'll PayPal it to you, alright? <laughs> wow it's a good thing this will come out through hopefully a busier month for you (laughs) i
1: yeah fingers crossed i feel so restored i felt so drained at the start of this podcast and manic and now i feel so enriched good i'm glad as always this podcast is just such an amazing thing for me i love spending time with you bud
0: oh i love spending time with you too it's been a while it has i've missed you
1: yeah uh Charlie's had, out of Bristol at the moment. Yeah, I, I um, got but he's I back had to move soon. out
0: my house. But I'm coming back in like four days and I'm so excited. It's gonna be good, gonna be oh. getting back to D and D. Yes, I can't yeah. wait. Oh. So who is up next week? So next week is a common ground. Common ground. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I've so got an idea of one I'd list? like to do, but uh should we keep it hush hush and decide afterwards?
1: Go on, give him a little a, little bit of a gooch tickle.
0: Well, I think... I, I've been quite serious with my topics recently. So I, I think it would be quite fun to do one that's a little bit less serious. And a exactly little bit more fun.
1: So I think... When you say a little bit more fun, do you mean a lot more fun and ridiculous?
0: Yes, 100%. I know so what you're talking about. I think it would be fun to try and find some common ground... In whether the world would be a better place if vampires were real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have a guess who's for that and who's against it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think... You, do you Are you up to do that one? Am I up to do that one? I'll go right now, baby. Okay. Vampires would make this world a better place. <laughs> so okay. tune in for that next tune week. Tune in next week. Uh, we love you very much. Um... You're the best. And if you've listened to me ramble about music this long, we could be friends. Reach out to me <laughs> on Instagram. I'm serious. Uh, and if you know Blue Oyster Cult... I was if about you're to from Blue Oyster Cult... I'm just going to hold that back. If you're from Blue Oyster Cult, dude... <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. No one from Blue Oyster Cult is ever going to hear this. But if they do... That Just would be know, pretty cool. I would I would cry. You guys are amazing <laughs> and I love your stuff so much. Okay. Okay. love okay. you very much. Love you. Thanks have, you have a lovely
0: weekend.